Gaming Uncensored is brought to you by Colonel Duff. Duff, helping a random handicapped guy in the middle of nowhere. Only on Gaming Uncensored. Controlling transmission. Divided by a thousand miles of barren wasteland, two men mysteriously linked by alien technology on a podcasting mission to boldly deliver video game news and views directly to your brain. This is Gaming Uncensored. Now, your gaming uncensored guides, the dynamic duo, the video game gurus, yeah, okay. a man on wheels, and a yeti with a modem, Jamie and Tommy. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. How you doing? My name is Jamie Jordan, and this is a brand new episode of Gaming Uncensored, and no, you are not hallucinating. It might be Ragnarok, because we're <laughs> <laughs> two weeks straight holy cow two weeks straight i of course tommy's sitting over there what's up man just happy to be here i'm thrilled that we're back after a week it's been a long Look, time since we've done that you you have to understand how freaked out i was <laughs> when you texted me yesterday and was like how's four and I, I was in the car I was in the car driving to another state, which is a discussion that we're going to have to have later because that's not for this air. Uh, but, but I was in the car and, and I said to myself, this can't be real. <laughs> like, are we actually going to do this two Sundays in a row? And here we are. Here we are. Yeah. Uh, it's it's wild, and I love it. And we got to do it more often, but it makes yes. me so happy. I, I I will say that because I was out yesterday, um, I had to scramble this afternoon to get caught up, uh, watched... You play God of War, watch The Last of Us, read the show notes, and I'm actually prepared for this show. So <laughs> not only are we doing it two weeks in a row, but ready to go. Like yes. up to date on every it's just wild. Yes, it's yeah. nuts. Everything's working the way it should be working. So that's a good thing. Uh so really quickly on the show today, uh we uh we had talked about this last week, uh, that we were gonna talk about Project Leonardo which is Sony's uh, accessibility controller. So we're going to spend a lot of time talking about that on today's show, which I'm really excited about. So that'll be the bulk of it. But we also have news from E3 about who's not going to be there. We'll talk about uh, a little bit about who's specifically not going to technically be at E3 and what their uh, alternative plans may be. Uh, we also have news about Microsoft's uh, Activision Blizzard acquisition, which has now been in the works for over a year, I believe. I believe it was announced last January. And so we're... A, a year plus into this process and it's still got a long ways to go and so we'll talk a little bit about that uh a little bit about the wolverine game and some plans for it which yeah. uh, and a handful of other things if we get to it if we don't go by the uh show notes at gaminguncensored.com uh because uh they'll be over there so i'm so excited about what we get to spend the bulk of the show talking about because like i said i did prep for this i did do a little research on this uh, new Sony controller. And I found that there's at least one person involved with this thing that we know has been interviewed on this show. And I'm so excited. We have not heard from him in a while. Now I got to go bug him and be (laughs) like, bro, come (laughs) back and talk to us. Yeah. So for sure. um, I'm excited about this thing. I'm excited to talk about it. I'm excited to see it in action. There's there's a lot to it, so we'll get into that here in just a second. Before that, though, of course, thanks to the Patreon guys, Cabbage, Jose, Narc, Duff, Josh, Hector, Spider, Spencer, Kavash, Chad, Zeke, 
Chris, Brigham, Sam, Andrew, and Luik. Thank you guys for your support. Uh, I can tell you something. Some of your money is going, uh, going to go toward uh, in the uh, not-so-distant future is this Project Leonardo controller we're going to talk about a lot today. So if you would like to support this show and help make that happen, uh, go by GamingUncensored.com. Of course, you can also see us. You can watch the video version uh, of this podcast over at the Patreon, if you so choose. Ooh. It is not a requirement of the Patreon, by the way. If that's like no. the thing that's keeping you from joining Patreon, you don't have to. You can still listen to it just in your regular podcast feed. Don't, don't feel like you have any pressure to watch us, but we gave you that option. It's it's really not that entertaining, <laughs> to be honest with you. Like no. we we've been doing this. Uh, let's see. I think we have an anniversary on Tuesday. Yeah, I think Tuesday is our Tuesday. We're year. old enough to vote, right? Yes. Go buy cigarettes. Uh, that's yes. why this will be the 18th anniversary of this show, which is wild. I- I think it's funny that I don't have a wife or a girlfriend. The only anniversary I have to remember is this one. <laughs> like, but but I've got February seventh. I've put in my brain, and it stays there. So yes, I've I've got to uh, I've got to get the annoying Facebook post ready. Yes. So so that I can let people know, you know, 18 years later we're still alive. Yeah. Because, you know, that irks a few people. Um, so I, I am getting ready for that. Uh, but, but yeah, I'm, I'm so excited that we're a year older and honestly I gotta be honest, not only did I wonder if we were gonna make it long that long on this show it's kind of amazing we're still alive both of these things are true yes yeah (laughs) i mean we've both been through some stuff some stuff that we share here some that we don't uh but but like it's kind of amazing to think about that we're coming up on the 18th year and we've been doing this thing almost as long as we've known each other so yeah, that's pretty cool. It is. It is pretty cool. I think if you would have asked either one of us when we were prepping for our very first uh, radio show, which we've talked about uh, many times, how we took six weeks to prep for the very first time we hit the air when we were on actual terrestrial radio on our college radio station uh, 18 years ago, uh, that we would be doing this 18 years later. Uh, we would have both laughed at you because uh, that seems absurd. Uh, but here we are. And it's amazing. But- and we love every second of it. And here's the thing. I love this show. I We love this show, but I would commit murder if somebody would put us back on the radio. <laughs> I, want, I, want to do, I want to do my radio so bad I can't stand it. <laughs> Just because that's where we started and that's what we know. I mean, yeah. like, that never changes. Podcasting <laughs> is great, but we're old. And I still like live radio. So... At some point, I hope that happens yeah. somewhere. It would um, <laughs> yeah. Live radio barely exists anymore. <laughs> That's how old we That's are. That's right. But it's still amazing. Uh, it is such yeah. a part of, of the uh, the origin of this show, obviously. Uh, and uh, man, I'm, I'm grateful for that opportunity. I'm grateful that we're still here. And, and we've got 18 years ahead of us still. And we'll have fun doing it. And 18 years from now, please uh, like drag us away, kicking and screaming or something. You know, I kind of think it's going to be one of those. uh, I think it's kind of going to be one of those Tom Brady things where, like, you know, we might say we're going to retire, but people have got to wonder for two or three years if it's going to stick. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Like, I'm still like, eh, we'll see who Brady's playing for in in, in, uh, in the fall. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not yeah. leaving it until I see it. Like, until there's a week one where Brady isn't starting somewhere, I'm going to be skeptical. I mean, San Francisco's got him written all over it. Oh, so. man. Yeah, can you uh, imagine San Francisco with Tom Brady? Like that, that they're like instant favorites if yeah, that were to happen. I mean, wild. for crying out, I don't care what anybody says. Dude can still play. Yeah, dude can still play. He didn't have his best I mean, year, but he definitely didn't have a terrible year. Like, I mean, 
seeds he threw for 5,000 yards. <laughs> he's fine. Uh, and he's so, six years old or whatever, which is wild, but good for him. Yeah. Go, go enjoy your life, Tom Brady. Like, don't listen to us. Be retired. Like, go go get uh, that, like, good gig on Fox and, like, play golf every day and do say, your thing. Can, can, we, can we talk about that for a minute? <laughs> what kind of life does that guy have that he retires and goes to Fox for $375 million? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not like he needs it uh, for the money. Uh, so, this is just... I, I'm, I'm interested, interested to see how he does as a commentator. You know, like, I don't know if he's going to be good or not. I, I don't have well, any reason okay. to believe he won't be. But, like, that's just not, like, the thing that we've ever seen from him. Okay, so this is so not where <laughs> I thought the show would go. And we'll get to games in a minute. We swear. But I, I don't know that he's going to be good either. And the person that I can equate to that is Michael Jordan. You've never seen Michael Jordan in front of a camera talking about basketball. I love the guy. You know I do. But, like, he's the GOAT. He's not going to sit on TNT and talk about basketball with Shaq and Kenny and Charles. He's not because he's Michael Jordan. And I think Tom Brady's got some of that coming. Where he just realizes, what am I doing here? Yeah. You know, like the only sort of equivalent person to pull that off was John Madden. And and you and I love John Madden. And and we always have because we grew up with John Madden. But John was a coach and nowhere near the greatest coach to ever live. John's great, but he's not the greatest coach to ever live. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What I like, because I'll always have Tom Brady and Peyton Manning uh, uh, linked in my head, <laughs> you know, because they had that great rivalry for so many years. And how good Peyton Manning is on like the ridiculous oh, stuff great. that he does, which is great. Like him and Eli watching games and just like, it's fantastic. And I just can't imagine Tom Brady being that, you know, like I'm like, okay, uh, uh, Brady has more rings, has more records, has, you know, all the stuff. He's never going to be as good as Peyton Manning on TV, though. Like, Peyton Manning's just good on TV. Okay, so I'll give you that Peyton Manning is great on TV, but how many how many hours of, the, of those broadcasts have you actually watched? Because I've watched, I've started several of them, and I've watched like 10 minutes or 15 minutes, and I'm like, yeah, they're funny. And then I switched to the regular. Right. And, and I, I I guess because I like want to watch the game. It's like it's like if you and I were calling the NFL. That's right. what <laughs> that's what they did Eli are, okay? It's great. But I really don't understand why they're great, but I really don't understand why people tune in specifically for that. Yeah. I always switch to the other broadcast. Because I want to watch the game. Right. Um, but I, the thing is, is, is the Peyton and Eli thing, is it as good in the moment as it is in retrospect? You know, like, it's fun to go back and watch those moments with Yeah, them. that's true. That's what that's they, they're really good at. And so, yeah, yeah, if you're a football fan or whatever, it's great. And if you're not, uh, we will get to video games momentarily. Yes. <laughs> I, <laughs> but man, hands off to Tom Brady. What a career. Yeah. And I still don't believe it's over. I really don't. Like, no, I don't either. Yeah, like I so, said, I'll believe it when he doesn't start somewhere day one. Somebody's going to offer him $60 million and the ability <laughs> to get whoever he wants, and then off we go. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't believe that for a second. Yep. That said, uh, we should talk about some games. Uh, well, you mentioned uh, we've... Um, uh, uh, um, Played a little bit of God of War. I'm trying to think if there's anything significant. It's just more God of War, and it's great, and I love it. But there's just not much, like, it is what it is. I I would, there's nothing really to say, but I I will say that the story is filling out. 
Yes. Like where we are now, I can see that the story is about to ramp up. And I'm like, ooh, this is fixing to get real good. And, and so I'm really excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree. And, and again, like, what else do you say about it? Other than it's yep. great. Um, I'll mention one more game just really, really briefly because you could get it a couple of different places right now. Um, if you are a humble monthly uh, subscriber or a PlayStation Plus subscriber, uh, you have access to a game called Ollie Ollie World, which is a Ooh. 2D side scrolling skateboarding game uh, that actually plays phenomenally well on the uh, Steam Deck. It's just like the perfect game for the Steam Deck. I haven't played it anywhere else except for the Steam Deck yet. Uh, but if you've got it on the PlayStation, I bet it's very fun on there. And it just makes me think like it's fun. It's skateboarding. And like I'm I'm almost 40. I have tried stepping on a skateboard once in my life. Literally tried once in my life. My little brothers are skaters. And so I tried to get on one of their They are. Line, absolutely. Yeah. And I fell solidly on my back and said, nope. Not not for me. <laughs> I, I I have no interest in like ever trying to be a skateboarder or any of that kind of stuff. And we our whole lives have played skateboarding games, and they are still just really fun. I just they're, love a skateboarding game. They're fantastic. And and you said two things there that I have to I have to bat back to you. First of all, you're almost forty, uh, and secondly, I have to know. Do you have back issues? Because that's not a discussion <laughs> that we've ever had. Do you have back issues? I, I, I fortunately haven't really. But every once in a while at this point, you get that little tweak. My issue is knee issues. I have knee issues. Right. I've had knee issues yeah. for a while now for lots of different reasons. But as I get older, they get worse. And so some days I wake up and I'm like, oh, my knee doesn't work. I'm just like, how old am I that my knee just doesn't work today? And it's I, just, yeah, I, right. I'm saving. I totally understand that. Um, Speaking yeah. of these that don't work, uh, fair enough. <laughs> but yes, uh, and you know better than me because you're older than me uh, as well. But man, the, the more you get up there, uh, the more you feel it. You wake up age four and go, oh, yeah. man, this is, uh, this is my body yeah. now, huh? Okay. And we're going to talk off air about what I'm doing to combat that. We're not going to talk about that here. But, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. You got to do some things when you get older. That is uh, that is fair. So, all that said, we should talk about this accessibility controller. Speaking of things we need to do as we get older. We should. <laughs> getting uh, getting prepared. So, uh, Sony has, uh, as we've talked about a little bit already, officially announced uh, their... Accessibility controller, which is called currently Project Leonardo. I'm sure they'll give it another name before it launches. By the way, I haven't seen a like launch window. I don't know if you saw that in any of your looking at I so. did not. Really? I, I would guess that maybe end of year if we're lucky on this thing. Maybe early next year is kind of what we're looking at right now. If they don't even have like a, a solid product name for it. I'm not anticipating it super soon, but the prototyping looks pretty solid. It looks like they've got a pretty good grasp on what it's going to do. And so I, I'll try to explain it just slightly here, but I, go go by the show notes, gamingoncensor.com or go find a video or a really uh, just find pictures of this because I haven't also found like video of anybody using the prototype no. this day yet. There's just images that of it. That's why we need to call our friends because exactly. I know he's been using it. <laughs> yes. So would be very, very curious to hear. And so what it is essentially uh, is a, a modular system uh, similar to how the, the Xbox adaptable controller works, uh, but with these two kind of discs may be the best way to explain it right. And so you could right. use either one or both of these discs. And around the outside of the disc, you can put in different buttons. And this is the modular component of it that you can switch these buttons around to which ones you need where. And then each one of the discs also has like a joystick uh, spot to it, which you can swap out with different designs of joysticks or thumb pads or whatever it is um, that, that makes the most sense uh, for your uh, capabilities and, and, and control needs. And so it's, I, this is why I'm curious to hear from you because in some ways it feels more limited than the Xbox's uh, controller does, but in some ways, it also feels like it may make more sense in in some accessibility ways. And so, I'm super <clears throat> curious to your thoughts about this, and specifically how you think it's going to work with you. So, I've I've been looking at it, and and the reason they do the circle is that's a PlayStation thing. Like that's 
kind of their thing, but I immediately looked at that and I was like, yeah, it's not, I'm going to have to put that in a box type shape, like what we have the, uh, the Microsoft accessibility controller in right now. That said, I haven't spent any time at all with it. It doesn't look like it's going to work for me, quote unquote, out of the box. Like you and I are going to have to do some serious modifications before it's going to work. However, I, I had watched some videos and they're talking about some of the things that they're trying to do for, say, for example, multiple button presses, like mm -hmm. where you have to have, where you have to hit X and O at the same time, or X and R three or or whatever, they apparently have that set up where you can do all of that. You can make it do all of that with one button, which for somebody like me, that's a big deal. And I'm sure that you can do that with the Microsoft accessibility controller. But you and I don't get to spend enough time together, and we haven't had time to play with it, so we don't know. Yeah, uh, be, because the only time I get to use the thing is when you're here. So I'm sure that it does everything that Leonardo is going to do, but I don't know that. Yeah. So that's the thing is I think it's going to take serious modification. Yeah. I, I think you're probably right. And I'm, I'm curious about that point of it because it just is less modular than what the adaptive controller from uh, Microsoft is. But it feels like you get more out of the box with it. Like yes. the, the Microsoft controller, you, you know, we were fortunate enough uh, to have help in this process of, of getting yes. this customized. Uh, but it, it it took a ton of work. And we've had the guys on from Warfighter Engage to talk about that and, and all that went into that because out of the box, like it just, it's kind of a blank can canvas. Whereas this, even though there's literally on this website, uh, this blog post from PlayStation, the words blank canvas on that blog post, it doesn't feel nearly as much like a blank canvas. No. It feels like a plug and play solution a lot more so that will probably work for a lot of people, if obviously not all people, because everybody who has a disability that they're trying to work around with this controller is going to have a different uh, level of, of capability with it. But like, it feels like for whatever the price point they put on it, you're probably going to be able to use it at that price point a lot easier than if you're comparing it to the yes. adaptive controller from Microsoft. Yes. And and I will say the 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 thing that I see with this that I really I I can't really figure out how it's gonna be totally useful is how do you figure out from a disability standpoint, exactly what you need when you haven't played games in 10 or 15 years. I heard from one guy that the, the on the video on the blog post, there's one guy that was like, this is awesome because I finally get to use my left hand again, which is something that I haven't been able to do for a long time. And the thought that I had was, Okay, how long did they how long did it take for them to figure out how to make it work for that guy so he could use his left hand? Yeah. Like that's the thing with any of these controllers is we we can do a lot more with the Microsoft accessibility controller if you and I had the time. Yeah. That's what that's what people don't understand about anything that I'm doing. I have a person on a daily basis saying to me, man, you should be putting on shooting video and putting it on TikTok or doing this or doing that. You can make so much money. Yeah, that's great in theory, but I need another person to help me with all of that. It doesn't matter if it's shooting video or working on accessibility controllers or, or whatever. There's just a whole lot of stuff that I can't do myself. And so that's the question to me 
is not whether or not this thing's going to work. It's how long is it going to take to make it work in a reasonable fashion? Yeah. And I think that's fair. There's a couple of questions with that. One is getting to what you mentioned a little while ago, which is a a super exciting component of this, is that it does have the uh, programmable button mapping that seems to be, at least, again, we we haven't spent enough time with uh, Microsoft's adaptive controller software to see if you could do these same things. But how they talk about in the video, it does feel a little bit different than what Microsoft's controller does, which is... Super exciting because there's a ton of potential with that of things you can do. But how much time, how much effort does it take to do that? How user-friendly is that process? And likewise, there are um, uh, expansion ports, essentially. I think that'd be the easiest way to to explain it, that they have uh, 3.5 millimeter ports that you can plug in other buttons and switches to, which is the same principle that the Xbox Adaptive Controller works off of. But this appears to have way fewer, whereas every button you can uh, plug in a different button onto the Xbox Adaptive Controller for. That doesn't exist here. It doesn't look like it looks like you'll get a handful of these, but it still will give you the ability to expand out some buttons. And so for people who want a uh, like a foot pedal or something like that, uh, as opposed to a traditional button or switch, uh, that that will be an option. But again... How much work does it take to get that to work? How much work does it take to customize this per person? And it's, I mean, I don't think there's a good answer to that, right? Because everybody's so different and the needs are so different that it's, it's, I'm interested to hear, and and this is, I'll I'll finish on this point. I'm interested to see it in action. What you were talking about just a second ago about the guy who was talking about how he's able to use his left hand again for gaming cool but how you know like let me see this thing in action just without seeing it kind of in scale other than like they show it next to a a, a dual shock what is the controller even called now whatever the playstation 5 controller's I, name I is know. i still call it a dual shock it's a uh, dual shock three i think maybe so whatever four. dual sense dual sense okay dual yeah. sense controller so they show it next to it so you can kind of get a sense of this size of it, which is, you know, it's a little bit bigger than a DualSense controller, but about, you know, just slightly bigger, but much larger buttons, whatever it is. But until you see, like, somebody's hands actually touching it, it's really hard to get a sense of what any individual will be able to do with it. So that's what I'm thinking of you. I'm like, okay, I can kind of see how it'll work, but until I see somebody using it, I can't really picture how it's going to work for Jamie. Yeah, and that that... I don't know the answer to any of it. And and this is one of those things. You and I talk about us being, and my light is flickering for some reason, so I'm sort of afraid we're about to have a power issue, but we're going to work <laughs> through it anyway. Um, you and I talk about when you retire a lot. And when you're available to to do more of this, and it kind of started out as a joke, and you have a family and you have stuff, but like, for me, that's a plan that I have. you, You guys don't understand really how much content we can create if given the amount of time. And all of these controllers, whether it's Xbox or Sony or whatever, that's all they require is time. Like for for all the stuff that we talk about, about how lousy we are with, you know, getting content out for the show, we know exactly what we would do content-wise if we had the time. And this is just another one of those things that requires time that we don't have right now. Yeah. And and that that's all of it. It's not about the money. I don't care what it costs. It's it's not about, you know, not being able to get it in some other way. It's just about the time to sit down and play with it. And this is something that I wanted to bring up on the end of this discussion is that you and I, mostly me, 
have been whining about this for 17 years. I've been whining about the lack of accessibility and all of that. Because when we started, I could play everything. And as we got further in, uh, it got to be less and less and less. And as I was doing research and watching the video and doing all of that, the question occurred to me, why now is accessibility such a huge deal? Because I went on other shows. I ranted on this show. I talked to anybody that would listen for 10 plus years and said, we need this. And now here it is eight years after that later, and people are all over it. And so I'm trying to figure out what triggered this, and it might have been Ken from Warfighter Engage because, you know, he had a lot to do with the Microsoft accessibility controller. I can't really tell you that story because it's not my story to tell, but he, he had a big part in that controller. And so I wonder if all that is happening now is essentially just because of guys like that. And if somebody like Ken had not come along, would you and I still be ranting about this <laughs> 10 years later? Because, and they mention it in the PlayStation video, they talk about the accessibility features in God of War Ragnarok and other games that are out there now that did not exist even two years ago. And I'm just sitting around wondering, like, what caused all of this? It certainly wasn't me screaming at the top of my lungs because I begged and pleaded and whatever <laughs> for the last 15 years. Uh, so that's the other side of it is, why now is accessibility such a thing? I'm not complaining. I just think it's 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 interesting. I think I think it's twofold, and I don't have the answer to that either. But I think there are two things that that have contributed to this moment we're at now. One is that you and lots of other people have been doing this work for a long time and have been talking about it and just keeping that as part of the the conversation around gamers of making sure that developers know that there's a lot of gamers out there that have disabilities that don't have the uh, capabilities to play with a traditional controller the same way that a lot of other people do and that that is a growing segment of the gaming pop population not a shrinking segment that there's more and more people yeah. as both that i'll never forget when we talked to steven from able gamers long long ago that i had made some quip about how it wasn't something that I needed. And he stopped me and said, it's not something you need yet, but you probably will because almost every human being will have a disability at some point as they age or something happens to you. And at some point, what we're working toward is going to be necessary for you too. And that's always stuck with me because it's true. Like the, as the gaming generations get older, there are things that we are dealing with, be it vision issues, hearing issues, uh, uh, motor skills, all that stuff uh, comes into play as we age. And as you know, people get into accidents at work or car wrecks or whatever. And so that's the first thing. The second thing is that there's also just more technology at this point and the ability yeah. to add in some of these features with the time that you have to develop games or with the the uh, you know uh, 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 resources and teams working at Microsoft or Sony or whatever just exist better than they did 20 years ago and so we've just progressed in that way but so I gotta go back to the doctor I gotta go to the doctor on Monday because I'm I'm uh, in line for a new chair after five years but the other reason that I'm going is that my ears aren't working correctly. I've got my right ears clogged. I don't know if I got something in there. I don't know if it's infected. I don't know what it is, but I haven't been hearing correctly for a couple of weeks. And for you and me, that's a big deal. Like yeah. the Grammys are uh, the Grammys are this evening. We're we're trying to get this 
show wraps yeah. so we can go watch the Grammys like good uh, music-loving people that we are. <laughs> but like as I'm getting older, there's more and more stuff not working. Uh, I've got issues with my feet that I have not told you about that it's like, uh, what? What is this? This has never happened before. Like, it's a, it's a serious thing as you get older, especially when you're somebody like us. And I put both of us in there because, like I say, you've been through some stuff, and and uh, your body is not what it used to be. So, uh, there's a lot to be said. That eventually everybody is going to need something like this. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and and as gamers, we can all hopefully celebrate that it exists and that for progress is being made and things are getting better. And also hope at the same time that they get better faster <laughs> because it's good yes. for everybody. Uh, but particularly people who are are more locked out of the gaming world than they would like um, to be able to get back into it or into it uh, initially. And so, um, yeah, it's a, it's a big thing. So um, I'm excited, though. I'm excited to see what happens from it. And I hope Sony shows us more uh, about it soon. Uh, the only other thing that I would say, and it's hard to say this because, you know, we talk about all the time you and I are capitalists and we probably always will be. But, like, the price point on this has to be somewhat reasonable. Sure. I mean, I mean, the, the Microsoft Accessibility Controller is not stupid expensive, but it's also probably not accessible to everybody and i assume this thing will be the same way yep and and so that's my only other caveat is like it's really cool that you got this but is it gonna cost me six hundred dollars exactly yeah that's that that's Um, a huge point not only because price matters a lot but a lot of people that are going to need this probably don't have patreon supporters that are going to help them pay for it like it's a it's a challenging thing that's a one thing that does give me hope about the playstation version of this which will i would guess probably so the the adaptive controller from microsoft is a hundred bucks but out of the box, you can't do a whole lot with it. It's pretty limited right. out of the box because you have to have additional buttons and joysticks and that kind of stuff to plug into the thing to make it full functioning. This looks like it'll do more out of the box, like we said, but that's probably going to come with an increased price point. So I wouldn't be surprised if this thing is $200 for uh, each one of these little modules being uh, $100, each one of these discs being $100 would be my guess, but I could be way off on that even. And it's stuff like that, like, it, it's a stupid little thing, but I love that the buttons are labeled on this thing. I love that, that I'm, cause that's my struggle with the accessibility controller at this point is that I, the, the buttons are not labeled. And that's something that, again, that you and I could easily fix if we had time, but it's about time. Yeah. Uh, and, and so I love that this is labeled out of the box and you're going to be able to, adjust where those are and what needs to happen. But you're right, it's going to cost some money. Um, to me, it looks like an Apple product. Like, you're going to you're going <laughs> to pay for what it looks like. Yes. Uh, so. Yes, design is part of the cost uh, for sure, <laughs> which is yeah. what it is. Uh, we pay for Apple products all the time and, and design is part of that cost. So there you go. So yep. all that said, this will be a topic we come back to uh, without a doubt. Uh, but for now, we'll move on to, to a couple other things before we wrap up. Uh, and we've got a special guest, probably a couple of guests uh, coming in in just a little bit uh, to talk as well. So we'll hit a couple of news stories before that happens. Uh, E3. Uh, so E3 is happening this year, uh, but uh, apparently neither Microsoft nor Nintendo nor Sony, who hasn't been a part of it for the last several years anyway, are going to officially be a part of E3 this year. That's a little bit of a change. Again, like I mentioned, Sony hasn't been a part of it for the past few years anyway, and it's been fine. Um, Well, except for when it didn't happen. But when it did happen a couple years ago, you know, it was fine. Um, 
However, uh, the the idea that Nintendo won't be a part of it seems like a pretty big hit. Microsoft is already saying that even though they won't be officially like on the show floor and doing E3 per se, Phil Spencer's like, hey, Microsoft's a member of the ESA. We care about it. We're going to schedule our thing like we typically do. And so we'll see Microsoft's showcase happening around E3. But they're not going to have that physical presence. Nintendo's not going to have that physical presence, which I feel like they're the one that's had because they've done Nintendo, you know, uh, lives for E3 for years now. So it's not like they've been doing a big show uh, 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 expo uh, as far as their presentation, but they always have a booth with all their stuff. So all that said, E3 is just going to be a whole lot different than what we were used to it being so, long ago, but still is happening? Question mark. We 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 were just talking about the Grammys, and I I think I think it's a great comparison because I saw on the news a couple mornings ago they're talking about you know this is the first time that the Grammys are fully back in a couple of years since COVID and. You know they're going to be in the in the uh, what is it, the shrine that they use the shrine auditorium yeah in LA or it's it's, it's the, the crypto it's whatever staples now. whatever right. it is yeah whatever Staples Center used to be that's where they are yeah and they're making a big deal but you know it hadn't been that way for a couple of years and so I'm interested to see what tonight looks like and and my deal with E3 is if none of them are officially going to be there, then what part of it is E3? Like, what is the ESA <laughs> thinking if if none of the big three are going to be there and kind of doing their own thing? Then, like, what are we? What exactly is the ESA spending money on? Yeah. Um, and that's where. I, I kind of get hung up on it too, because like the idea of having a showcase for games is great. Even if it's not featuring Microsoft, Sony and Nintendo, because it hasn't featured Sony for a while. Nintendo has been doing pre-recorded stuff for a while. Microsoft's always kind of been there in that way, but you know, like E3 has existed without that with, you know, other fun stuff that's happening. The other showcases, PC gaming show and, you know, uh, UB always doing stuff, all that kind of stuff, Devolver Digital, like all those things can still be a thing and be great even without Microsoft, right. Nintendo and Sony. But is it worth it for the ESA to do that? You know, I would sit and watch it all because we love it. And yeah. I'll, I'll watch the PC gaming show every time you do that thing. But are you going to do it as part of E3 or are you just going to do it with Jeff and Summer Game Fest or on your own or whatever it is? You know, like I, it is a big question of whether or not E3 as the way that we've always known it has any purpose of existing anymore. And still we could have this super fun game showcase in June, but it just isn't under the uh, the umbrella of the ESA. Like, I mean, are you renting out the entire LA Convention Center? Right. Are you, like, what, what, what are, what Just are handing we, out boots for whoever here? wants one? You know, yeah. like, it's, at some point, I mean, that's like, a big we'll question. we'll take one. Right, yeah, for uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. But if you don't have that sprawling Nintendo booth, that massive Sony presence, Microsoft, and Bethesda, I mean, like, the more that these acquisitions happen, too, the fact that Microsoft isn't there also means that Bethesda isn't there. You know, like, that's part of where we're at in gaming now and so like you just continually get this uh less and less impactful show which honestly could be super cool because my favorite part we talk about this every year at e3 my favorite part of e3 typically is all the indie stuff anyway like that that big indie right. showcase as a thing is fun and, and my fear is that if e3 goes away a lot of the um uh exposure that those types of games get goes away as well. So something like Lake, a game that you and I both loved and played, and, yep. and and we saw that first at E3, and E3 was the thing that turned us on to that game that we may not have ever seen it otherwise, you know? And that's just one of those things that could go away with this uh, with this shifting that's been happening. Now, that said, we didn't have E3 last year. We still had lots of stuff happening in the sh summer with games and, and had a fun time talking about games. It's not like we didn't have stuff, you know, like there's other events. Jeff is going to do something every summer now. Like those things exist, um, but E3's just always been the cornerstone of that. And, and it'd be sad if it wasn't. It, and like I said, yeah, 
if it's just a name thing, if, oh, yeah, it's E3, but nobody's here, then just skip it. What? Jeff, Jeff do what Jeff does, right. you know? Or on the other um, side of it, if it's Microsoft, quote, not being at E3, but they still do their Sunday night showcase, and Nintendo, quote, not being at E3, but they still do a Nintendo Direct on Tuesday morning, like, like it's still E3 for all intents and purposes. You know, for 99% of us, everybody that's not there physically, like, we're still getting that experience, and that's ultimately good for the ESA and maybe even costing them less if they're not having to rent out the whole LA Convention Center or whatever it is. You know, like they could still do it in name and still have a lot of the same kind of online presence that's existed for the past several iterations of E3 and, and make it still a thing. Sony is the one I'm really missing. I wish they would do something around that same time just so we could have like the big three all happening around the same time. Uh, but Sony seems pretty determined to not do that, to be kind of the odd one out to have some time that's all to their own. So they'll do something in like late July or whenever they decide to do something, which is they're right. But I do miss the the big spectacle of E3. You and I have talked about that for years and years because when we started this show, E3 was the thing. That's where you got news. Like we started there, this before, like Web two point oh. Yeah, there was nothing else. <laughs> yeah, there was no social like, media. There was no like YouTube. Even when we started this show, like like E three was it. That's where you got stuff, and so it just is. Yeah, it's a bygone day, uh, which is sad. But we're getting old, and that's what happens. What 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 is actually going to happen is that. Uh, we're we're gonna be sitting in a room with our drinks and our game controllers, just waiting for somebody to tell us what they're gonna show us. I mean, I I feel like Mike Wilbon, uh, Mike was talking about this week that everything's streaming now, and soon they're gonna take away your satellite dish, and you're not gonna be able to get anything. <laughs> and I hate everything, and that that's kind of how I feel. Yep. Like. I, I, everything like we're we're okay with the streaming thing. It's convenient, but it's not the absolute best way to get <laughs> content. Like I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, it, like it, it it works, but it's not my favorite thing. <laughs> like you know what is way more convenient? Cable. Like honestly, like <laughs> we gave up cable long. Like I haven't had cable for uh, nearly ten years at this point, or stuff like that. We were pretty early cord cutters, uh, and like it's fine. Like we do everything streaming now, but we have like every major streaming service, and it costs us just about as much as cable used to cost us. You know, like yeah. it just is like we're basically paying the same thing, and like there's a lot of benefits to it. Obviously, on demand stuff, everything's on demand. You can you know, whatever. Like it's it's better than cable. I'm not saying that I wish I would go back to cable, but there is something to be said about just having like a list of channels that you have, and you can just click on them as opposed to going, okay, so I want to watch football this week. I'm going to watch one game on Peacock. I'm going to watch one game on Paramount Plus. I'm going to watch one game on Amazon Prime because there's freaking football games on Amazon Prime now. And then this Fox game, I got to go dig out my digital TV antenna and stick it to the window so I can watch Fox games, which are great because they're in high def, like 4K. It looked great over the air. But like it's still like there's just a different thing I have to do for every single it, game I want to watch. <laughs> like, and yeah, I, I can hear I can hear Chad saying we sound like old men, but I think on this one thing he would agree because he's older than us. It it's a massive pain. It is a pain. It, it, it just is. Yes. And 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 like the only reason that any of it's even doable, like I have a big screen in my house and you you just bought not just bought, but you bought Recently, a new yeah. TV since the last time I saw you. The only, the only reason that any of it is doable was that we have these TVs now that are computers, and it's one yep. place to go <laughs> from this app to that app to whatever. Like, it, it, if it wasn't for that, we'd all be screwed. It would yeah. be horrible. But literally, so, anytime I want to watch something, I got to Google what it's on because I just don't know. Like, even the Grammys today, like, I know the Grammys are on CBS. They're always on CBS. I just, like, in the back of my head, just did think about, like, what service am I going to have to go find the Grammys on? You know, like, it, it it's just, uh, yeah, again, it's a product of the time. We're old, curmudgeon 
dudes. It is what it is. I, and I, I'm glad you feel that way because I heard, <laughs> I heard, I heard Mike like Mike did for like three days. He's like they're trying to take away my satellite dish. I'm tired of all this streaming crap. It's all junk. That's Mike Wilbon saying is junk. And I just I thought you know after the third day I, I thought that's exactly how I feel. It's junk. Yeah. That's and it. we just put up with it. That's so fair. we do. Um, All that said, uh, a couple of quick things before we uh, before we wrap. Get the uh, sexy sidekick in here to talk uh, about the Last of Us for a little bit because we haven't talked about that yet. Uh, Insomniac's Wolverine game, which I'm I'm so excited about, maybe the game I'm most excited about on the horizon right now, uh, is likely going to be an M-rated title, which makes me so happy. Like yes, it's not sir. something that like you should have to say. But Wolverine should be an M-rated game. Like, that just, it, it really needs to be an M-rated game. If you don't believe us, go watch Logan. Like, it's just the best thing that Wolverine's ever been in. And, like, right. Wolverine is just an M-rated character. Like, you just need it. You got to have the Wait, blood. You, know you got to have the cursing. You got to have it all. You, you know what? I have a caveat, though. You said it, though. Got to have the blood. You got to have the cursing. But if the main reason that it's M-rated is the cursing, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Like, it's, like don't don't do an M-rated Wolverine game just so he can say the F word. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not interested in that. We need claws uh, through skulls. Like that's yes. what you need M-rating for with and, Wolverine. And blood. Like that's, Everywhere. that's my that's my thing with was with God of War still. There's not enough blood. <laughs> like like there, there's enough blood. Like there's there's a reason, but there could be so much more blood. There could and be. It's you, not as gratuitous you, gratuitous as it used to be in God of War. But there was one moment in like what I was. I think it was just last night when I was playing it, where like he rips the jaw off a bear. Yeah, and it got on his face. <laughs> yeah, that that like, exact, there it is. Yeah. That's what God of War was, should be. I, I had that like, visceral man, moment I, of like, yes. <laughs> like it's all over his face. Yeah. And, and like that was that was the first time watching you play the game that I was like, Oh, I wish this was in 4K. <laughs> I, I wish I wish the PS5 would do a freaking upgrade and give me 4K YouTube because yeah. that was awesome. Because no. I mean it's just all over his face and there's little speckles and I'm like, Yeah. That's what that that's what Wolverine Thank needs to you. be. If if he yeah. is not constantly just covered with like caked on blood, like you're doing it wrong. And, and well, here's the other. Just I gotta go back to this because it's another old man thing. I'm not into cursing for the sake of cursing anywhere. Yeah, whether it's The Last of Us or or the new Fallout series or whatever. If if you just want to say the f word. Every 15 seconds, I'm not interested in that. Thank you very much. Yeah, I realize I'm an old man, but like, if you're gonna make an M rated, make it worth it. Yes, I, I 100% agree with that. Like, it just uh, it, and and again, Logan is the the uh, like proof of concept for what you should do. Like, you, that's what Wolverine needs to be in any kind of serious format. And so, I, I hope that's what it is. So, looking forward to that. Apparently, they're shooting for. Uh, late next year, late 2024 release date on that. So it's still going to be a while before we see it, but that's fine. Take your time, make it awesome uh, because Wolverine is awesome. Uh, go by the show notes if you want to see release. It's not a lot happening uh, on the release side of things. Deliver Us Mars that we talked about a little bit. It's getting 70 ish uh, uh, review scores. Um, we talked about uh, the the um, Dead Space remake already. Like, there just hasn't been a lot in the past week or so because it's only been a week since we did the show, which is great. Um, but Fantastic. Harry Potter's coming. The reviews for Harry Potter are supposed to land tomorrow. So hey, there's I'm people interested behind to see what you. That is. Why are you doing Harry Potter? <laughs> it's scary. He hasn't touched. <laughs> we mentioned uh, she's been watching Harry Potter, so. Yeah. Well, I I love that that was her open like that, that's uh that that's gotta be that's gotta be a piece of production somewhere. Uh, so so I'm really excited to see how the next ten minutes or so of this is gonna work because I don't know if um 
the little girl is going to let us talk about cursing and gratuitous violence uh, like we just were, but that's what we're going to talk about. Um, yeah, so uh, the sexy sidekick has been watching The Last hey. of Us. Uh, hey! Talk about The Last of Us. Yeah. So uh, uh, tell us what you think about The Last of Us. I think it's a good... Well, I really love dystopian books, so I love dystopian shows Anything. too. <clears throat> yeah. so, it's really good. I'm enjoying it so far. I like not seeing the zombies that often. I think that's good. Oh, you don't like the zombies? <clears throat> not really. They're... I don't like the zombies. I don't like she does not watch the show with us. <laughs> she doesn't watch the show with us. Hey, sometime I'm going to do it when I'm grown up. Yeah, when you're a grown up. Yeah. It's going to be a little while before you get to watch The yeah. Last of Us. I know. Yeah. So, I'm so. Yeah. I, I feel like we have to bring this up if she will allow us to bring this up. We all watched The Walking Dead back in the day. No. I, I, I haven't even finished it. You watched a little bit of The Walking Dead. No, I didn't. You didn't watch any of it? No. 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 They said okay, that, so, um, <clears throat> that The Last of Us is The Walking Dead for people who still play Wordle. <laughs> well, I felt yeah, like that, that was really accurate. <laughs> That's probably pretty accurate. Yeah, I, I was just gonna say, how do you how do you feel about it as a zombie type show? Because I just saw the third episode. The fourth episode comes out tonight, and I was really happy that we made it ninety percent of the way through the last episode before we saw Quicker. Like I was happy about that. Yeah. Uh, so. Do you feel the same way? Less is more? Yeah. I mean, I'm just in it for the story. I'm not in it for the gratuitous violence and cursing. So, And, and the thing about The Last Daddy, of Us. Yes, sweetheart. Can you peel me an apple after? Sure. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, if you want to see just little girl to completely taking up the camera, uh, go support us on Patreon. Uh, that's yeah. all that's happening on the camera right now. Uh, yeah. uh, that said... The uh, the Last of Us has always been a not zombie story, right? Like The Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. Walking Dead really isn't about zombies. Zombies are just it's there. about the people. Yeah, The Last yeah. of Us even more so is that way. Like the the zombies are so ancillary to the main story; they're just Someone part of what died. is happening. This is this is true. That does happen. Someone died. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <sighs> like. The brilliance of The Last of Us storytelling just has nothing to do with zombies. And so it makes total sense that you just don't see that many zombies. Like, you're going to get those little sequences, like in the second episode, that was so fun with the action sequence with the clickers. But that's not what anybody's coming back for. Like, those aren't the things that the show is about. Or the game is about. So, so in the third episode, when we get to the point where she finds the one... I kid you not, I'm screaming at the television and I'm screaming at Ellie, run, you stupid person, run. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm watching it this afternoon, screaming in my living room, would you kill it and run? And she, like, slits it and she's just kind of hanging out. I'm, I'm literally screaming at the TV. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> This is fantastic. I it's just love it. If you um, talk to yeah, so well, mostly in the last head. episode, what I am most concerned with is Joel. Joel, yeah, Joel, Joel. not getting um, Ellie to try a strawberry. Hello, like, hi, he needs hello. To let her try a strawberry because she's obviously never eaten a strawberry before. And then Tommy is like, well, he doesn't care about her at all. So, well, know, at this why. point, hello. the the part of that that I thought was interesting was when they got in the I truck and she'd never been in a car before. Yeah. Like, I, I, I thought that was really <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Not you. We're talking about a TV show. We're talking show. about the TV show. Uh, ghost? No. Zombies. Zombies. Ah! Zombie! Zombie in the house! 
If you're not watching us on Patreon, you really should be. Forget what I said earlier. You need to watch the last 10 minutes of the show. We are we are not the Tommy and I are not the entertaining part of this show. There's a little girl, her name's Genevieve. Uh, she is totally taking the show off the rails and we do not care. Uh, uh, <laughs> that being said, we're glad you're here. We hope you come back. We don't know why you would, but uh, I'm Jamie. That's Tommy and the Sexy Sidekick and Genevieve. We're Gaming Uncensored. And would you like to submit a segment for the show? Send it to gaminguncensored at gmail.com. And don't worry, we'll play just about anything. Gaming Uncensored.